0: Okay, real
1: quick, what all did y'all eat for lunch? <laughs> uh, I, I ate a grilled cheese and apples and peanut butter, and I drank whatever water was in my Brita
2: because our water's turned off. I have eaten no lunch. I've had one brownie. I was gonna eat out of this can of like nuts that I found on top of the microwave, but they're all terrible. <laughs> and they're all, I didn't know nuts could spoil, but apparently they can. You just, oh, yeah. described, you just described the diet of a squirrel in November. <laughs> yeah that's what i am right just, now just
1: like you're like scrounging and you're like this is food i think
2: well it's like i, it's, I don't live here anymore so i don't want to eat the food and then like also i've been trying to get out of here and then failing at that and then setting everything back up again I yeah. like come in here and do more stuff and it's ugh. anyway do you want me to do the intro yep all right i'm gonna be quiet just
1: your average kind of scholars in a world of mystery and sacred altars together we will make it through together we will find the truth class is in session and with zero direction we're gonna pass the test, chicanic aggression, and ghostly possession, college really is the best, though odds are stacked against us, and our GPAs should not be discussed, I promise I will educate, until I graduate.
2: Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Classes in Session. We are the Spitfire Squires, and I don't have a script for this, so it's going to be original pretty much every time until we get professional. Uh, as per usual, we're going to start off the session by doing a fun fact for everybody that everyone totally remembered to do. Right, guys? Right, right, guys?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah!
2: <laughs> no? I heard a No.
1: Spencer's not at the phone right now. You'll have to call back at a time when he's uh, available. Uh, please leave a message at the sound of the beep.
2: There is no beep is there. It's he just muted himself. Oh, okay. Um so since Hayden is the only person unmuted, I'm going to ask him for a fun fact about Jesse.
3: God damn it. Uh okay. Jesse. Hmm, fun fact about Jesse. Well, let's see. What what do we already know about Jesse? It's been a while since we've done this. Um, we know. Dark, glasses yep. Are fake. Yep. Yep. When he first came to, like, first got on the cart, uh, first kind of like getting back from his expedition in the underdark.
2: Yes, after uh, his summer session. Yeah. That, after his session, like uh, summer program. Yeah, his internship program.
3: Uh, the staff that he carries around with him, he was kind of using it as like a makeshift cane. Uh like just kind of sporting like a small limp, not really feeling great. Uh over the course okay, of like a couple yeah. of weeks that school has been going, it's gotten off but definitely at the beginning he was a little ginger. All right, so he's gotten beefed up a bit. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I have a fact. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> uh that
2: was Hayden Thomas. Uh Spencer. What do you got for us?
1: Hi, I'm Spencer Birmingham. I played JD or Johnston Davidson and my fun fact is that JD, uh, it's maybe surprising to some but not all, is a bit of a prankster. And um when he was the young one in his family, he, there were no pranksters above him to mentor him. So he kind of freelanced it into the wild and like he did a lot of the buckets in the door with like water stuff. He, uh, like, put honey on various objects and got people's hands really sticky. And he slowly, progressively got more and more creative with it. Not necessarily malicious. Never malicious, but just creative with the pranks he would do. Uh, And then as he became an older brother, he for sure, like, took his favorites on the escapades that he was doing. He would, like, pick one out and be like, hey, Timmy,
2: Timmy, come here. And Timmy's like, what? And he's like, you're going to want to see this. Would you say you took Ellie on any of those escapades?
1: Oh, for sure. Ellie has been on like Ellie's probably been on more than half of the escapades in general because she's his partner in crime at this point. Is she he, better he, than,
2: than him at this point? He just no, doesn't want to admit she, it.
1: No, she's not better. She's not okay. better at all. But she she's getting up there, and he definitely like it, as he parted like did a did a little ceremony just the two of them where he um, he dubbed her the new clan prankster.
2: I'm sure everyone else was very happy for that, and by very oh, happy, no else, I mean no scared. No one else saw this. No one else, oh, saw, okay, this. Only okay. else saw this. <laughs> That's very wholesome. Yeah. Thank you, Spencer. Mm-hmm. Kennedy,
0: I'm waiting to be asked. I yeah. mean, this is
2: a this is a podcast. You interrupt each other all the time. That's how you make sure there's no awkward spacing.
0: Oh, uh, fine. Okay. Hey, Kennedy, uh,
2: I'm interrupting you now. Okay, wait. I'm sorry. Bye. See <laughs> how it works. It it's be. great.
0: Krem, so I was sitting here thinking about the different things that I could tell you all about creme, but then I remembered that last time I was going through senses, the five senses. Yeah, that's true. I don't remember which ones I've been through.
3: You said Um, sight, I thought, last time? You've done, I think, sight and smell.
0: Sight and smell. Oh, God, I should really write this down. So we're going to do touch then. For
1: are you out of touch? No, are you she's in
0: touch. Well, depends on your definition of in touch. But okay. Her favorite touch is the piercing of a blade.
2: Okay. Question. Answer? Question. I need. I need clarifying. Is this on somebody else or is this like a masochist thing? Like, is this like a like a piercing of the own skin?
0: I'd like say. Like, what? What's both. it called?
2: Both. Okay. I'd say it's equally both. You have to understand the pain in order to dish it out.
0: Yeah.
3: Raises so okay. many more questions.
2: <laughs> this, yeah, it just every time you give a fun fact, it just keeps raising questions.
1: I just want to address, like, is your character gonna like self harm in this campaign? Because that was a bit of a fun fact to drop on us at the beginning there, where she like she likes to feel stabbing, like that's her favorite sensation.
0: Oh no 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 no. Okay. My character will not be doing things that will encourage harmful behavior towards. Okay. The, what Krem really likes that feeling for is the feeling of battle. Okay. Like the feeling of a worthy opponent.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah.
3: Getting getting, getting stabbed or injured means that someone was good enough to get her.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, this is the part where you get to ask me a fun fact about literally anybody in the entirety of this world. Anybody I have you no want. Thoughts. Oh, hey, we could ask
1: about the the snow guy the and get secret lore on the snow guy.
0: The snow guy, like yes. the
1: guy fighting. The... Yeah, the, the BBEG right now. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The, the... Yeah. I like him. You guys want
2: to ask about the 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 post? Okay.
1: What can I? Uh, well, well, here? hang on, hang on. We didn't decide that. We we're just, we were just discussing yeah. general people. Hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> We could also, we could also ask a question about like our instructor, right now. Not,
1: honestly, I'll figure out more about him later. He's my guy. <laughs> like, I feel like if we want to know more about him, we can,
2: we can cross that bridge when we come to it.
3: We also have speaking of crossing bridges. On that guy.
2: You guys have been trying to cross a bridge for a while now. I tried to climb a wall. Yeah, the I, tried the I, was, I, I crossed zero bridges. I was solely trying to climb a wall.
0: I'm successfully in a tree at the moment.
2: Yeah. But yeah, fun fact, fun fact. You're, oh yeah, Dodge. In Dodge. <laughs> last time you guys asked about Marion. And the time before that, it was about Marion. And the time before that, it was about Marion. So,
3: We've stuck pretty hard No,
0: no, no. The first yeah, one was Jameson.
2: What's up? Oh yeah, and then James, yeah, Jameson was number one. So, so we we've had two. Uh,
3: do we want to keep with our theme of going Marion because she's our our fourth
2: party <laughs> no, member? No, no, hang on, wait,
1: first? wait, 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 wait. I gotta look at her. I gotta look at all the characters in the campaign. Do you guys, do you guys want me to, to like? Yeah,
2: I can read them out to you. Wait,
0: hold oh yeah. on. Or, or we can ask a question about like our our nemo- like the bad guy at school at the moment, like the bully.
3: Castiel. 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 Very interested in Castillo. Yeah. yeah. Is it Castillo, like Spanish,
1: double L, A? -A?
2: I say Castillo. Castillo, Castillo, either one. Um, He's going to get mad at you. You're not sure which one he's going to get mad at. You call him? All right, Castillo
1: then. I'm going to call him Castillo. I feel like he would get mad if we addressed him. It doesn't matter which one you pick, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so either Castillo. I kind of want to know about the Slurian. I can't say her name right. Uh, Slurin? Slurian. Oh,
0: like the elf girl.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to know about her. I'm
3: not
2: going okay. to learn
3: about her. So, that. She
2: is uh, from the Dolathan family. And, like I told you last time, she comes from a family that's notoriously known for just their luck in investments. Like, they always knew kind of like where to plant crops, even if it didn't seem like the most fortuitous area. Uh, they knew what to invest in, like, hey, this up and coming thing called um, tank tops. Like, we got to put money in there, and then nobody thought it would take off, and soon everyone was wearing tank tops. It's just kind of uh, a strange little lucky quirk that the family seems to have. She uh, was sent to this school to kind of prove that she didn't need to have just dumb luck uh, in order to get by. That's what she kind of wants. That's her, her thing. Was she sent, or was she... Did she choose to come. Uh, she wanted to come, but she was sent by her family because they're okay, cool. they're they're paying for it. Got it, got it. Um, so far, not doing a great job because she was the only person to not get hit by the frost beam via just dumb luck. I so, do
1: think I do think that she she's doing a great job by not getting hit by the frost beam. I think that's probably better than
2: most people. Yeah, I guess you could. It, it depends on how you attribute uh, skills. Was it luck that she got out of the way, or was it skill? I'm That's always fair. saying it's skill.
1: It's never Plus, luck. In this game of chance, there's no never such luck. thing as
2: luck. <laughs> yeah, no.
1: In this game of chance, there's never luck. There's only skill. And All I'm right. bad at this game. Spencer, can you
2: roll a die for me? Yeah. D twenty. D twenty. Rocking up. Rocking up. Let's see what we got. We got a ten, baby. Right in the middle. You know what? That that lines exactly what you were saying.
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much tracks. Right. <laughs> okay. It's like that thing um, of. A, Your talent is that you're average at everything, where that's secretly one of the best things in the world.
2: Oh, yeah. Being average at everything is fantastic, because you can get out of any situation, pretty much.
3: Not the best,
2: but you're going to get out of it. But hey, how are y'all going to get out of this situation? Oh god! Because last time, we left off with um, Jesse uh, Mm -hmm. getting the spell Dominate Person cast on him.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I forgot about that.
2: Uh, yeah, so what happened was he uh, ushered you over once you teleported up using Missy Sep to the uh, lever that let, lets the bridge down. You let the bridge down, and then he cast Dominate Person on you, and you had a tug-of-war of the minds. You got to see a uh, large light beam coming down a tunnel, and down at the bottom, there was a, a woman in a dress holding a book. Her lower uh, torso completely submerged in this fuzz, but it seems to be more solidified. Uh, Her hands are outstretched and the book is open and it's just flapping to different pages. It's going to one part, it's going to a different part, uh, and um, the text is unlegible from your perspective. All around you, as the dust starts to kind of fall down, it hits the, the fuzz solidified matter and sends out a little purple ring that encircles the chamber, kind of illuminating it. Uh, As it goes up the walls, you can see that there are little glowing pink and purple spots that you now recognize as eyes, uh, coming from inhabitants that are just trapped within these walls. Um, Some are guards, some regular family members, uh, some you do not know. But as this entire vision comes to you, you're suddenly snapped back, and the host is looking at you with a strange look on his face. Interesting. That's not usually how that one goes. Oh well. You got to learn a little about me, but that seemed to be a two-way street. And I have my secrets. And you, Jesse, definitely have yours. So... Are you gonna follow me, or are you gonna run? And he turns and he starts walking towards the um,
3: well. Um, the the bridge is down for the party to follow, right? Correct. I'm gonna to look to them.
2: Marion is on the ground, uh, having trying to uh, tried to catch JD, and she's just like rubbing her arm because she fell on it like oh. guys that hurt a lot
1: uh, all, I, yeah yeah marion i'm sorry that that hurt you
2: I, it's, uh, it's okay it's okay
1: a little bit of sarcasm there my ribs i can feel all of
2: them
0: <laughs> yeah, of ha- in the tree like laughing
2: <laughs> um so you two are at the bottom of this uh, empty ravine uh, you can either choose to climb up the the bigger wall, the side wall up to where the bridge is, or the secret third option, because of course there is one. Secret third option. Can I roll
1: investigation to find it? I don't want to sure. climb things anymore. Actually, make an intelligence check. <laughs> okay, I'm bad at that. Can
0: I make an intelligence check?
1: <laughs> Actually, Absolutely. wait, no, I want to roll my dice. I, I rolled on D&D Beyond, but I wanted to roll my dice. Okay. In I ten. should have rolled on
2: D&D Beyond. I got a 7. 7. Krem, what did you roll?
0: Oh, I got a nat 1, so... But it's nat 1. If that helps. No,
2: Krem, no. Um, You know what? I'm going to throw you a bone here, because you've been trapped in this pit for a bit, and we're going to have Marion roll an intelligence check, even though this is not her, her her thing, to see if you can get out of this situation. She rolled a 5. Y'all are on your own. <laughs> Damn. Uh,
0: All right,
1: so I have no secret third option now. That's what it sounds like. I'm just going to wait. Wait. So
0: we either. Uh,
3: And I'll. They're both hurt, right? Yeah, they're both hurt. I'm not hurt. Uh, for the two down in the pit, just gonna bonus action one d6 of healing to each of them, cause why not? Uh, JD, you get six. Wow, hell yeah. That plus charisma, let me check real quick. Uh no, so just six. And then for Marion is three. She'll take it. And I'm just gonna call out and say, are you all coming? There's the bridge is down. Let's move forward.
1: Yeah, I'm planning on it. Give me a little bit. Definitely, for sure. Um, hey, hey, uh, Jesse, uh, don't go in alone. Maybe like there was I'm definitely not, a spell that just got cast on you. Like just, just hang out a second. I, I, I don't plan to
3: go forward without you.
1: For sure, for sure. All right. Thanks for the thanks for the healing. By the way, that was uh mathematically a, that felt like about a sixth of my total health, and you put it back inside me. So thank
3: you. Of course, I. Yes. Uh, I can't modify to... my health. Crem, you seem to have a easy route. Can you be over here?
0: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get down from the tree. And like the last time we talked about this, there were people surrounding me.
2: Yes, at this point was. um the guards seem to be kind of not moving at all. They kind of just are standing away. They're just kind of watching at this point.
0: Okay, then yeah, I'm going to get down from the tree and I'm going to like shoot a glance to jd and marion just to make sure that like they're not dead and once i realize that they're not dead i'm gonna move forward to meet up with jesse uh
3: while she's on the way over is the guard that i like uncorrupted is he yes what's going on with
2: him? he uh he's just kind of watching this whole scenario he's trying to like he has had about a month stripped from him and he's trying to regain all those memories back with himself. He's just kind of like looking around um, trying to take it all in right
3: now. My friend, do you have family here? I I do, yes. Go um, to them as fast as you can. Avoid... I, what what are you going to do? Whatever we can.
2: Okay. I will. Yes. I wish you the best of luck. Thank and you. he bolts down... Um, there's like a... The stairs are built into the wall so he's kind of going down the wall before going onto the bridge and they seem to disappear into the crowd.
3: Uh, and... and when Krem gets here I'm Jesse's just going to like hold out a hand.
0: Mm. Krem's going to slap your hand. <laughs> As in like a yeah I'm here like
3: Okay. Yes. <laughs> like when
0: you're in track and you're passing a baton
2: <laughs> yeah just like here take this run
0: <laughs> yeah kind of
2: yes thank you mm-hmm. Marion is going to try and climb out of the hole using a dexterity check she got a 14
1: so not bad <laughs> I have written in my notes uh, in bold letters JD cannot Dex and then a bullet point after that at all. So <laughs> I don't think like is there anything I can do besides making a dex check to get out of this hole right now?
2: Marion um is gonna climb to the top and she's gonna go stay there, I'm gonna find a rope and she's gonna go Perfect uh, look for Perfect. a
1: rope. Hang
3: on. I'm gonna write new fear walls. <laughs> yes, I, I have rope. Um we can Okay, can you bring it over so we can we can yes. help him help him up? Yes, I'll hand it to Marion because I'm uh actually no, I have I have a little bit of strength. So yeah, I'll just right. with both of you holding onto this
2: rope, uh, it is easy enough for you to get up.
3: No. So no. you're able
2: to to climb up the rope.
1: Thank you, DM.
2: That was the that was the, the missing piece of the puzzle. That was the,
1: that was the third thing. Cool. Um
2: Yeah, that was the third
3: option. All right, are we all gathered on the bridge now? Yes, let's um, yeah. progress forward. Okay. Against the Into the Dark, and I'm just, I'm going to start walking in the path. Can I roll so,
0: Perception? Or, like... My,
2: my, my rule is, if you're looking for something general, you can roll uh, Perception. If you're looking for something in particular, you have to do Investigation.
0: I'm not looking for anything in particular. I'm just trying to, like... Because we're walking into like darkness, basically, right? With these, you're walking
2: into, into a like... courtyard. So if from last time, the um, there isn't a castle up here. It's just a large courtyard, right. with A tree with a throne inside of it, and then a well that's next to it.
0: I think I'm just rolling perception to see if there's anything that I didn't notice last time I was up here.
2: Okay, yeah, make a make a perception check. What did you get? Well, did a you get 12. a twelve? Um, okay. As you approach, uh, you can notice that there is buzz drifting slowly up out of the well, uh, and then rising into the sky up to where the bubble is, before kind of just drifting back down.
0: Okay.
2: So do with that information what you will.
0: It's mentally noted
1: what was her role
0: at 12 12
1: 12, okay um any chance a religion check would do anything for me right now
2: uh you know it's always worth a try
1: i'm definitely like always as a man like i don't know if i'm technically a man of the cloth i don't think i am technically that thing but i'm always like how does my god relate to this thing Right, yeah, yeah. How does this thing affect me? It was a natural 20 plus 3, baby. Let's go. You
2: are literally hit or miss. A natural 20 or 1. Okay. So, natural 20 with Mater Let's see here. What can he give you? Here's what you notice. Along the pillars, uh, at one point, kind of like on the sign out front, you know, there used to be uh, one thing. I think it was Fairview. And it got uh, erased to be Generosity. Same thing kind of happened with the pillars here. At one point, there was a symbol of your god and, like, several other gods just kind of etched onto these pillars. They have been since scratched out, and you can see in its place is a um, pin, like a like a feather pin, um, in, like, the purple sort of fuzz, mm. kind of coating it. And this is, like, all over. Like, it's very tiny, and you wouldn't really notice it if you weren't looking for it. But um, as you kind of look everywhere that this fuzz is kind of covering on these religious symbols, it seems to morph into an image of that pin with a feather on it. Okay. So that's what you get.
1: I mean, hey, that's honestly more than I thought I would with a religion check right there. So let's go.
2: Ayo. I'm
0: going to look between everyone, like... Wondering if we're gonna go forward. Like, I don't want to make the move, so I'm waiting on y'all to move.
3: Oh no, Jesse's already started walking forward. Perfect. I'm right behind him. Okay, where's Jesse uh, going? Just following the host, and I'm gonna glance over to Kram and just like tap, uh, like my temple. Are you? Can you set us up?
0: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can totally set this up. Um, so I have to... You establish a connection between yourself and others, perfect. So yeah, I'm just going to roll this psionic die to see how many hours it lasts. Okay, go ahead. It lasts four hours, but now all of us are connected mentally.
2: That's nice. Perfect. So what's the number of people that can be connected into it?
0: It just says yourself and others. As an that action
2: would be to... so very nice.
0: You can see up to... You have to see them. You can see up to a number of creatures equal to your proficiency bonus. My proficiency bonus is two as of right now. So I can connect to two other people.
2: All right. So who are you going to connect with?
0: Oh, shit.
2: Yeah. Questions, questions.
0: Mm. Well, I'm realizing now that I did this wrong the first time I did it. But
2: i think marion was just talking out loud anyway
0: yeah and i think she's gonna continue to do that so i'm gonna connect to jesse and jd yeah
2: and sorry sorry,
1: marion but we don't hear we don't we don't get to interact with you very well
0: i'm gonna connect to both of them and be like sup guys
1: playable characters have uh advantages they have they have Um, rights yeah we get special <laughs> privileges as playable characters mm. um we both just can we mentally nod is that a thing we can do or do we need to speak words
0: no you don't need to speak at all it's all telepath like if you i say- know
1: i know can i telepathically nod at you
0: i don't think that's how that works
1: i'm doing it
2: i telepathically nod like a sup <laughs> <laughs> you feel it and it embarrasses you know, you know how, you. like some people can picture things in their minds really clearly like, it's like, picture an apple, and it's like, how well you can picture the apple in your head. Yeah. JD can just do that so well, it goes into other people's heads.
3: He just <laughs> pictured a shrug emoji. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, as we're walking forward, it, like, if there's that fuzz on the ground in front of us, Jesse is sacred flaming to, like, clear a path for us.
2: Okay. Um, so, you're, you're walking forward, and uh, the host sits down on the throne. And he kind of puts one foot up uh, on top of his other knee. And he sits back in a relaxed position, uh, just kind of watching all of you. And he is also looking at Yidral in this moment, too. Uh, and you see an eyebrow go up before he looks at all of you and he goes, Well, you've made it. What do you want? Um, team Huddle. Team <laughs> huddle. Team huddle,
1: and we team huddle, and J and JD also sacred flames and burns any s- fluff
2: within like a three meter radius. Okay, you see, um, the host gets up and he just kind of walks along the perimeter as you're doing this. Guys, what do we want?
0: Prem <laughs> Prem telepathically says, "We do need to do this team huddle. I can speak to you."
1: I'm t- I'm I'm being telepathic right now. We're just team huddling. Okay. Marion's just like, like we're putting our together. Yeah, she's like,
2: <laughs> what's going on?
0: <laughs> I
1: commu- wait, can I communicate to Marion through hand signals? How good am I at that?
2: Uh you know what? We're gonna do um Marion's gonna make an intelligence check and you're gonna make a um let's do sleight of, yeah. of hand. Yeah. Sleight of hand. Yeah. Alright, I got plus zero on that bad boy. What do I got? I got a 12. Marion has minus two at intelligence.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's go, Marion! <laughs>
2: She rolled an eighteen, so okay. She understood. <laughs> Sick. I'm like the I'm like the pe-
1: I'm like the monkey from Madagascar that's just doing hand signs really quickly. With yes, woof- that's so good. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Um. Yeah. What do we want from this guy, guys?
0: I think we want to free we... these people, right?
1: We want to what? Yes, we, we want to
0: free these people.
1: Them. We want to free the people. Okay. Objective but one: free can't... the people. Is there a second objective, like dis- dismantling the bubble in general?
3: Well, I have a feeling that that or... will be one and the same.
1: And okay. Okay. So dismantle the bubble, free the people.
3: As much as that is our want, we have to word things carefully with him.
1: Yeah, he's he's like a he's like a genie.
3: Every yes, everything is very strictly said.
1: Did anyone uh did anyone take a literacy class while we've been at school yet? Like a, like a like a, a common comp 1 or something like
3: that? Yes, I have.
1: Oh sick. Okay. Okay, so you're going to write out like a our our demands list. I got a little sheet of paper here. You go here. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. <laughs> All right, there you go. I got I gave you a sheet of paper. Did you get it?
3: Of, of course. <laughs> Okay,
1: sick.
3: Do you have a pen? Just mental notes. I think that the way we tell him what our goals are must be framed through his lens of generosity. And his lens appears to be control. How do you
1: propose we do that?
0: Free will. We should tell him that we wish for the people to have free will.
1: He might argue that they have that, but they just choose to do what he tells them to do because of the impending
0: repercussions. Mm.
3: Or, I saw something when he came into my mind. Okay, go on. There was... A dark room, eyes along the walls of the people of this city, and a woman holding a book. I believe this to be the book we need. It was turning pages, and the room was filling with the fluff that surrounds us.
1: Got it. They said there was an old governor here, right? A
3: woman that ruled Um, the city? I believe she was a queen. Queen. What if we just ask to see her?
1: Okay, with caveats guaranteeing our prote- our protection.
3: Yes, we can ask if we can pay her a visit, mostly just to check and see if she is okay. Out of the kindness of our hearts. Okay. Go. Do you both agree?
0: Uh, uh...
1: Yes, if we could ask. Like, first of all, the first question should be: Can we ask for more than one thing? And that should be our thing. If we can't ask for more than one thing, if we can, uh, seeing the woman and getting out in and out safely, unchanged except for gathering of information, dismantling the bubble and freeing the people. Step two. Uh, step three: Cinnamon rolls.
3: Yes, because I, I
1: know I, that. I know he's got a chef in here somewhere, and I am dying.
3: <laughs> Dying for some cinnamon rolls right
0: now. I could go for some cinnamon bread. Yes.
3: We will get all the cinnamon bread we want. <laughs>
1: they will. They will. They will we gain rights, and I will violate him. them. What I will do to these cinnamon rolls? It would be horrible. We take um, control
3: from him, and we yes. have all the cinnamon roll makers we want.
1: You're, you're putting. You're putting JD. You just. You just put JD down the the beginnings. Of an
2: anarchy route that he should not start. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you've you given the idea of ultimate power to yeah, Katie and yeah. Like that was Which he has never needed.
1: considered in his life by
3: the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to look and turn to the host. He
2: just kind of takes off his hat and he goes, how do you do?
3: You asked for our demands or what we want. Yes, yeah, simply what do you want? Is this an offer of you will give us, like, some things that we want? Or is this just curiosity on your part?
2: Eh, it could be a little bit of both. I could grant you what you ask, if it's within my power to do so, or my will to do so.
3: And so if we have multiple things that we're looking for, you might be able to help us with that?
2: You know what? i tell you what. I'll give you each one question you can ask me. So it's like four questions. It seems fair. I know the other one isn't talking very much, so I'm just going to leave him out of this.
3: I think that's agreeable.
2: All right. Well, you've asked me one question, but I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to
3: let let you have one more. Thank you for the gesture.
0: He's a gesture. Am I right, guys? In my head. Say that telepathically.
2: I was going to say, did you ask that out loud? (laughs) (laughs) Marion's like, what? What's going on? What, what? What are we doing? I get to ask him a question, right? Is that? What's, is that what's happening? Yes. Don't ask. Don't. And don't. Don't ask us. Don't, do don't us, us. don't. Don't phrase First. questions. Don't
1: phrase questions, Marion. You got this. All right. Now, when you're ready, you can ask him whatever you want. Uh, I think we should start with Jesse.
3: Host, we are here with prior knowledge that there once was a ruler. You said that. There was no one other than you in control. But I'm curious if we could see the history of rulers or if we could meet a former ruler of here. I would like to know the history of this place.
2: Yes, I will uh, let you meet this um, ruler, person... Someone with a title, yes. I-, I will let you
3: meet them. Thank you. That is more than I expected from.
2: Well, I'm trying to be generous.
3: And it is very okay. appreciated. Okay, my turn.
1: And uh, Jesse takes a step forward toward the edge of this. I mean, he's like pacing this ring that I've created, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Jesse walks up to the edge of the ring and gets pretty close to this guy and says, would you explain to me how we might go about halting the expansion and destroying the insulatory bubble that keeps people from leaving this city, should they so desire?
2: You know i can answer part of that question if those in the bubble stop being mean nasty to each other then the bubble will cease to expand in fact maybe in time it shall shrink however i don't think that'll happen anytime soon and he doesn't elaborate past that i step back into our ring
0: telepathically Krem is going to, like, say this to everyone. So is the expansion of the bubble based on his definition of nastiness, and therefore any bad doing that's done here, will inevitably take over the whole world? Because, I mean, we all know that bad deeds are done even... With good people.
3: Yes. In time, it appears, he will gain control over the whole world. It might expand past that.
0: So what should I ask? For us to be safely escorted to and from this person we're going to meet?
1: You could ask for his weakness. You could ask for cinnamon rolls. You could ask for the source of
3: his power.
0: Or a tour of the city. I
1: feel like like tour of the city might not go as planned. I feel like it'll just show us what... If we were to get a tour of the city, it should be of
3: the underworkings of the city. Yeah.
1: Can we get a tour of your governmental structure and... Enforcement?
0: Is that a question that we'd want to be answered?
3: Maybe, maybe. Just tossing it out there. What do you think it is that we need in this moment?
0: Well, I'm I'm trying to decipher what we need versus what he's going to give us. Mm -hmm. Yes, I could ask him, what is the source of your power? But only a fool would tell us that.
3: He's pretty stupid. If you inflate (laughs) his ego... He might let down guard a little bit.
1: Ask him how he's so handsome. Don't do that. I'm going to feel so weird if you do that, Grim. Please don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. Um,
0: Did I ask him where the origin of this fluff comes from?
1: I think it's that book, right? That uh, Jesse was telling us about.
0: Yes, but if I ask about where it comes from, maybe he'll take us there.
3: Mm. And do I have a question for you? Absolutely. You can
2: uh, ask the DM at any time.
3: Yeah, just, just about that vision. Yes. There was fluff all through that room, and you said there was a light at the top?
2: There was a, yeah, there was a uh, spotlight. Uh, the edge of the tunnel was kind of a cobbled stone. Uh, and it's a circular light that just kind of comes down onto uh, this woman holding the book uh, up is, into the air.
3: Is the fluff moving in this room?
2: Uh, it's kind of pulsing. The, the, the walls and the floor are kind of solid. And as um, some of the fuzz lifts up uh, into the spotlight, it kind of catches on the top of the roof before settling back down and then solidifying. So the fuzz is kind of going up through Uh, the spotlight and some of it's still catching down there and kind of collecting like lint in a dryer
3: okay i think
0: wait andrew when you were just sorry
3: i i think i i think jesse in this moment like is starting to kind of undo some of like the confusion and the fear from an attempted mind domination yeah The well had Fuzz lifting up out of it. It did. Over that psychic connection. I think the book is in the well. We just need to get down there.
1: Maybe maybe a really good question is how can we escape your power in the sense of Visually being able to see us, auditorily being able to hear us, physically being able to touch us. I don't really care if he's tasting me. Um, Ayo? Ayo?
0: Uh, I care. That's what Crem's going to say. No,
1: no, like mentally, yeah, that's kind of awkward, but like physically, eh, eh, whatever. Um, and you now know Jesse's opinions about being tasted. Yeah, well, no. um, another fun fact.
3: Another fun fact <laughs> also, for also Jesse.
1: Oh, sorry, JDs. JDs. <laughs> he's he's just hoping. <laughs> you know how in the Adventure Zone they get mad that there's there's uh Magnus and Merle. This is me right now with my own character. You understand yeah. now. Yeah. Well, the two
3: the two J names.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is hard for me. Um I'm Yeah, Krem is easy. Um Yeah, Krem, maybe ask him how we can escape his power. At least temporarily.
0: Okay. Krim is going to not move at all, Um, and she is just going to look at him and ask, How does one go about learning or developing or escaping the type of power that you possess?
2: Do you mind if I ask you to clarify? Are you asking for how I got this power? Are you asking how to escape it? Please specify on, on one, whichever is your purview.
0: How to escape it, then?
2: Well, my darling, I think you've already figured that out. Any kind of gestures to the um, buzz circle you guys have made? i'm
0: not your darling for one
2: sorry just trying to be generous
0: well it's audacious of you to consider that i like being called that
2: i will remember this in the future and he turns to marion how about you darling do you have anything you'd like to ask me and i have two questions that I can ask, and I'm going to roll an intelligence check to see if she does the fun one or the smart one. Jesse is hand-signing cinnamon rolls at her. (laughs) (laughs) So she rolled a 16, which beats the check I had. Um, And she's going to ask the smart question. She was going to ask about cinnamon rolls yeah. she rolled dumb, but (laughs) she's going to ask him, I don't like that you're calling me darling either. And don't talk to my friend like that. Here's my question for you. Where did you come from? And um, he's going to look at her with a kind of intrigue. Well, I'm glad you asked. Would you like me to show you? And he steps backward and then falls back into the well. Sick. And then he's gone, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I guess we're
3: following him. Shall we follow
0: um, I feel like before we go down this well, we should put some sort of like safety net above it, or yes, we we have a rope. Okay, Jesse,
1: Jesse has immediately forgotten his fear of climbing. Uh, we t- can we tie a rope really quickly to any structure nearby to go down the
2: well. I mean, yeah, there's the tree right next to the well. You could tie it there, right. and then Tied, do we need to roll anything? Uh, I mean, I assume that you have i'm not gonna make you roll for tying a rope i think that you that's, assume that's... greatly um yeah. we tie
1: the rope and and <laughs> the 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 thing it works perfectly and then jesse daps i do jd have a jd daps jesse up
2: what how much rope are you putting on because oh, the standard look. rope is 50 feet how much rope
3: are you putting together how many ropes do we have i'm gonna do i have okay i'm just gonna take a coin uh, like a single gold, okay. And I'm going to cast light on it. I'm going to keep it like inside my palm, so it's not like shining out. Uh, because
1: mm-hmm.
3: I, I know I know of party aversions, <laughs> and I'm going to <laughs> drop it down the well. And okay, see you want the rope needs to go
2: uh, as this coin drops and it starts to spin as it does, uh, kind of doing a weird disco light uh, that wasn't really intended but it's kind of pretty as it falls Uh, and it falls quite a distance Uh, you'd have to say about 125 feet uh, before hitting the floor and then just kind of like sinking and it's a little bit dimmer than it was but it's still shining
3: okay i know that i have 50 feet of rope
0: i also have 50 feet of rope
1: do you know what's crazy? I don't have fifty feet of rope, but I do have glassblowers' tools, which
2: I I don't know why. <laughs> uh, well, I I have some rope, so that should be fine.
3: Perfect. Let's start putting them together. Uh, All right. Who? Can I cast mending on the ends of them to try to?
2: That is a brilliant use of mending. Absolutely, I love that. Yes. <laughs>
3: So now we have one 150 foot long rope.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of rope. <laughs> By the way, just visually, I love the idea of of the rope mending together and like you're just holding two ropes apart. How does your
3: spell casting visually uh
1: present itself, Jesse?
3: I think that um for something like this, it's this uh he's holding both of the like coiled ropes and this slight glow comes out from his palms and like, you can see it between the threads as they unwrap and then like re interlace, uh, between each other.
2: As you're mending this together, Bimley flies back down. Uh, and he's sitting kind of on the burglar that's over the top of all this. And he's just kind of looking at you.
3: Hello friend. Here, Can you hold this end yeah. of it for me?
2: And he flies down and kind of just grabs it in his... Because he's still transformed into the pseudo Dragon and he picks it up.
3: Uh, And then just, yeah, I'll have him hold it while I get the last of the mending done. I'll turn him back into the beetle and just have him on my back.
1: Okay. Andrew, uh, homework for you, because I know that you need more homework. Uh, You should definitely look up noises that beetles make and become an expert at making that sound. You know what? Just, You're right. Do it. it it's it would be so like it would just
2: like it would tickle me pink. <laughs> just straight up. It would do that. Typing in beetle noises. I'm gonna get beetle juice <laughs> or something. I know it.
3: We love learning. Beetles um, call
2: noise. beetle call sound. The sound is made by rubbing body parts together or by using specialized structures on the body. It could be clicking, chirping, or buzzing. It's like um,
0: so you said there was a tree, right? Yeah. Is there bark on this tree that I can peel off? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, So, Krem is going to take a piece of bark from the tree, peel it off, and then lick the inside of the bark.
2: Okay. And what are you going to do with it?
0: I want to investigate the flavor.
2: Okay. Make a survival check. Okay. <laughs> or actually, should it should be nature. Hmm.
0: Well, survival. do survival. I'm a plus two to nature though.
2: No, It really depends on what you're trying to glean for this. I just want
0: I rolled a five, yeah. Oh. (laughs) She just wanted Uh, to taste. She just wanted to know what it tasted like.
2: It is. Your tongue's frozen. It's dead. I mean it's the tree's dead, so it's it doesn't taste very good. It's just like (laughs) kind of musky.
0: Krem's eyes sparkle. And then she puts it in her backpack.
2: I like this character quirk. We're going with it. All right, <laughs> who's going down the tunnel first?
1: All right. Hey, JD, do you or Jesse? Gosh, darn it. Do you wanna? Do you, you want? Are you rock okay? Did Did you hit heart? your head really, really hard when you fell? Listen, I hit every part of myself very, very hard when I fell, but I'm mostly okay. Um, Jesse. Yes. Would you like to rochambeau for uh, the honor of being the first to go down the pit?
3: If you would like it,
1: you are more I rolled than a welcome 19. to be first. I rolled a 19. <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, Jesse uh, Jesse doesn't actually really want to go first. <laughs> he, he wanted to. He doesn't, J-D doesn't um, want to go first? J- yeah, JD doesn't particularly. He's not telling you that, but he doesn't particularly want to. Marion's uh, gonna make an insight check on
2: you.
3: I'll, I'll make eight.
2: an insight. What do I roll opposed? What do I roll opposed? Uh, if you're trying to hide a deception. I got an eight. Okay, Marion got an 11. I got a okay. 10. So, yeah, we both so see I, that.
1: <laughs> I think this manifests itself as like Jesse or JD offering that little competition between Jesse and him, and Jesse just basically saying, You can go first, and JD realizing that there's no easy way out of this, that he doesn't particularly want to go first, but he also has some pride in himself, so he purses his lips and, like, makes a face that you guys can both read as, like, he doesn't actually want to do this.
2: I'm going to go. Uh, and, and she walks he... towards the well. Oh, she beats me to it. I was going to say he goes anyway. <laughs> she she sees your hesitation, and Marion's the kind of person who's like, I'm going to go. So she's going to grab the rope and descend will you follow after? after jd follows right after yeah okay
3: Crem, would you prefer me with my light in front of or behind you
0: behind please
3: i will take the rear
0: then i will go third
2: all right as you descend down the well you can tell that the deeper you get into this well the worse it's going to get because it's kind of getting harder to breathe as you descend Uh, As you're going down, you can see the cobble starts to kind of turn uh, into the fuzz, the solidified fuzz from before. It's kind of taking on a darker darker purple um, as it kind of webs up the side. Uh, It gets to a point where you're suspended about 50 feet above the ground and uh, you're just kind of, the tunnel stops and it's now a big open, uh, what at one point was probably a water reservoir, uh, is just completely drained uh, from what it was. And you remember now that the entire town used to have this well that uh, gave sort of a healing property to uh, potions that was made with. And as you descend down, you uh, make contact with the solidified fuzz on the, on, the, on the ground. And it feels like a waterbed, the way it kind of sloshes when you make contact with it. And as Marion sets her uh, uh, foot down, her heavy plate armor kind of like allows a little bit of a heave downward and the coin uh, falls down towards her foot and she picks it up well we made it
3: we didn't die
2: she kind of moves away from the rope
3: all right we're all down is, is the the host anywhere in sight
2: uh you do not see him no he's gone
0: what do we see
2: you do see that the um woman? is uh, like i described in the vision standing there both arms outstretched with this book open and it's still kind of flapping to different pages we can Um, see her yeah she's she's pretty close to you i'd say about like 25 feet away oh wow uh jd looks over at jesse
1: and catches his hands on fire and is kind of waiting for some kind of similar response
3: I don't know how aggressive to be here. Can I, I'm, well, my can thoughts are look, that... It... Can I look around and see? Yeah, make a perception eyes, check. Yeah, are the eyes doing anything? Like, is the host anywhere hiding in here? Like, I, I just want to see what's in okay. this room.
0: Can I investigate the book in particular?
3: Oh, sure. Make an investigation check. And uh, we'll we do perception and investigation.
2: Perception. perception. Uh, you don't see the host anywhere. It is, um, yeah, you don't get any more information. That's yeah. it's a 10 you roll a 10 and you're looking Good. at the book. Good book. Okay. Um, so here's, what's interesting. You walk around the side of it and you can see, uh, just kind of beneath her hands. It says tome of, and you can't really read what's underneath there. Cause the, the hands are blocking it at this point. And you kind of peek over to look at the the pages to see what language it's written in. And it looks as though every language is all kind of fluttering together at once. uh, Kind of switching back and forth way too fast for the human mind to perceive. Or drow mind or whatever. And it just is enchanting. So yeah.
1: JD would like to roll a perception check as well. Okay. Just to see before he says something.
2: To see.
1: He got a
2: 14. 14. Okay. What's something new. Um, Like I said before, as the fuzz kind of lands back down, it kind of creates this little purple light effect as it kind of shines out uh, and goes into the walls and then kind of solidifies into... It kind of wraps around the wall and then hits their eyes and then dissipates.
1: It dissipates into their eyes?
2: Yeah, it kind of, like, gets lighter as it goes up the wall. In parts, you kind of feel like it goes into their eyes, but it doesn't quite make much sense.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Em is going to try and pull the book out of her hands.
2: Okay. I want you to make a strength saving throw for me.
0: Hmm. Does anyone else want to try to pull this book out of her hands?
2: You've already committed. You've already committed. You oh, said it. You
0: Is said she- it. Damn. That's a two.
2: That's a two. Well, so it was a three
0: the- minus one, so
2: Goodbye, Krim. So here's what happens. To the void Um, you go to reach of the book, and as you're about to pull on it, the Queen Noelle looks at you and her eyes are also this kind of this like purple energy. And then her face changes into the host. And he goes, uh-uh-uh. Stealing is wrong. And this Shit. solidified mass of uh, purple fuzz comes out of the ground and shoves you back into the wall with all those other people on it. And you're going to take 2d6 mm. uh, of bludgeoning damage. I so like so. And I would like you all to roll initiative.
3: Hi, welcome to the mid-episode break of Spitfire Squires. My name is Hayden. I am our editor, as well as I play Jesse in the show. I just wanted to come on and thank you all for listening to these first couple episodes. Uh, listening as we are figuring out how to do this podcasting thing, getting our feet under us. Um... <laughs> I also wanted to let you all know that we have Instagram and Twitter, so you can find us on those at Spitfire Squires, And just let you all know that we are planning on uploading every two weeks on Monday, so that's when you can expect the next episode to come out. Other than that, again, just thank you so much for being here and listening to us have fun and put out something that we enjoy and hopefully you enjoy too. I'll let you guys get back to the episode now. Thank you.
2: So you take five points of bludgeoning damage. Are now strong. Okay.
1: Quick question for the DM, because like we've been treating Sacred Flame as basically a flamethrower, and it's and like how much it's, area? It's a, can-
2: it's a it's a cantrip. Yeah, um Which means so like, not...
1: I keep casting it. But in you combat, in combat, like how would that affect the terrain around me? Like. Could I burn a meter or like ten meters of terrain with sacred flame? Like, what's my?
2: I'm gonna say you can burn uh, a square, so like a five foot by five foot. Okay, cool. So let me roll for. Uh, by the way, fun fact: this is a custom monster that I made. It is the first one I've ever made, so.
3: Oh shit. Let's
2: see how this goes. Go, DM. Yay. He's doing a twelve.
3: Shit. Plus zero. I'm
2: doing a DM twelve plus zero. 12 plus zero. Okay, hold on. Let me write this down.
0: Wait, I have a question. Go ahead. Did our like mentor follow us down the well?
2: Uh he did not. Thick.
0: The oh. guy who's like grading us?
1: Yeah. He's probably got some spell to visualize us or something.
2: So JD, what did you roll?
1: Oh, sorry. I rolled a 12. A 12. Again, blanking on who is JD and who is Jesse. Uh Jesse. <laughs>
2: 16. 16. Grim?
0: I can't roll. 12 as all. Well. I have
2: 12. plus zero. What do you have? I have plus four. Alright, that's yours. Marion's gonna go. She got a 16. Okay, I'm um, last. In so, Graham, what did you get? Sorry?
0: I got 12. I
1: but she has plus four in initiative, which means she takes the priority there. Oh, so 16. Plus zero.
2: Yeah. No, okay. she,
3: like, got a total of a 12.
2: Oh, she got a total of a 12. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. I see. Is I see.
3: priority for initiative.
2: Right, 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 right.
3: Uh, What's uh, Marion's?
2: She got a 16 as well. So she matched you, and her modifier is... Plus one to initiative.
3: Okay, I have plus three.
2: Okay, so you're going to go first. And the host... Let's see what he rolls. He doesn't have a high dex. Okay, so he's going to go last. And here's what happens. You see Krem get uh, pushed back into this wall and um the host kind of dissolves the image that you saw and this sphere of like solidified fuzz comes out of the ground uh where he's standing and he just kind of walks out of it and he's looking at all of you and he goes well i've invited you into my home i've shown you all you've asked now i ask you just one thing will you join us and all the eyes start to grow a little bit brighter. I've already got a religion. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Jesse, you're first.
3: Okay. I'm going to look at the host. I'm going to do level one guiding bolt at the main level one. Okay. Uh, I think that right now, Jesse... Like, there, I w- was trying to go with a quip, but I don't think he has a quip. I think he's dead silent. I think that the th- thing from earlier, when he was one-on-one face-to-face with the host, was... I think it shook him.
2: Okay. So, uh, make your attack.
3: That's ten to hit.
2: A ten does not hit. So, here's what happens. The guiding bolts... It goes into his chest, and then just goes past it, and then veers off into a different direction. And he looks at you, and he goes, Oh, Jesse... My little light in the dark. Haven't you spent too much time there? And he um, is going to use a legendary action to cast a third level spell. And he's going to cast on you Zone of Truth. So, you need to make a saving throw for me. Is it wisdom? It is a charisma save. Charisma save?
3: Oh, I'm good at those. I like those. Please please get a good roll to back it up. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, dirty 20. 14 plus 6.
2: Dirty 20, okay. Do you have any response for him?
3: I will not go back.
2: Good answer. And now it is Marion's turn. And Marion is going to uh, use her action to cast Sanctuary... On... She's going to cast it on you, chrome
0: Oh, chill. Yeah.
2: And so Doesn't you have... <laughs> Sanctuary is a uh, spell that lasts for one minute. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. So basically, mm-hmm. anyone who wants to attack you has to make a... Um, Wisdom saving throw or they have to attack somebody else if they fail. And then she's going to use some of her lay on hands to heal herself. She's going to heal herself up for... um, She healed you up last time, didn't she? For like 10? Me? No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, Uh, She gave
3: 10 to JD.
2: Yeah, she did. So she's going to give 5 to herself. And she's going to move to stand in front of... JD as well. And she's not going to attack this turn. So now it is crap.
0: Um So he doesn't have like a form, right? Like he has a form, but you said that he came out of the ball.
2: Yes. So where he was standing with where the book was.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
2: that entire scene dropped. And then the ground kind of swelled up uh, into a sphere that kind of goes up like it's like a, a raindrop that's about to fall. Um, and then he stepped out of that sphere towards the rest of you.
0: Do the does the fuzz seem to not want to be in the light that's shining from the top of the? Uh,
2: it doesn't. It uh, it doesn't have any sort of adverse effect to it. It's just kind of. It doesn't really care.
0: Okay. Uh, Kerma's gonna stand up because she just hit the wall.
2: Yes. Um,
0: and so that's pretty much half my movement, right?
2: Uh, it would be, yeah, because you would have been knocked prone.
0: And then I'm going to hold my action.
2: <laughs> okay, what well, are you going to hold to attack or are you going to...
0: I'm going to hold to react. So, like, if there is a way that I can help someone before my next turn, in okay. a sense of, like, physical agility...
2: Okay, you're using the help action. Yes. Basically. Yes. So with the help action, you have to pick who you want to help. Okay. So who who are you going to try and help in this circumstance? Like, who are you going to try and protect from something bad?
0: Let's protect JD, because I know he's more hurt than Jesse is right now.
1: I don't know how hurt Jesse is, actually, because I've been getting a lot of cool healing points. I just got low health in general. I, I have
3: not been hit. Yeah. Sick. Sick. So
0: that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the help action because I don't believe that me hitting him is going to do anything.
2: Just so a visual, the center where the sphere is, uh, the outer walls are all about 50 feet away. So you got shoved back quite a distance. Uh, okay, well got I
0: 20 feet of movement. So okay. keep that into account with my help action.
2: Okay. There is also you can use... Um, the extra thing I added, what was it called? The mad uh, dash action. Yeah. So where you can, uh, as a reaction, use your, uh, you can use half your movement to move in front of something or to get an extra boost to it, but you get a level of exhaustion for doing so, and you can't move the next round. Mm. So that is something you could do, but... No, I'm chilling. Okay. So you're going to move 20 feet away from the wall towards um Jesse. Not just yeah. JD, now 80, it's happening to me. 80. What have you done?
1: This is it's hard, right? It's I hard.
0: Had a I had it straight. Y'all don't. I have it straight.
2: Yeah, you're the you 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 got it. Dude, soon you will
1: succumb to my ADHD. You will already ADHD, man. What are you gonna do? It's contagious. Um. Uh. I'm a cleric, right? I thought about buffing because mm-hmm. that's always good. But I think for now I'm gonna shove my hand into my pocket and rummage around really okay. theatrically. I'm gonna take it out and it's a middle finger and I blast him with a guiding bolt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Um you're old oh, you eighteen to hit. Okay. So here's what happens. You attack, same thing happens. It goes into his chest. However, you are lucky because it hits the sphere behind uh, where he's standing, and then the sphere starts to glow uh, with the Guiding Bolt energy. Does he do, wait, Does wait. He take damage? Do I roll damage? Yeah, roll damage.
1: Okay, that's a 6 plus 9. 15 damage.
2: 15 damage, okay. Um, you watch as where the impact happened, the outer sphere starts to crack, and part of it kind of falls off, and you can look inside the sphere now, and you can see that the book that was a fake before is now there, uh, with the real Queen Noelle, and it's glowing, and it's even, like, more magical from before, and it's, I like, really how, if you had, if you had seen, uh, an actual tome, you would know that, that it, that, that in poor imitation is nothing like it, but considering this is the first time you've actually found one, uh, it's, the whole, um, enchanting nature of it is even more powerful than it was before.
1: Really, really quick before my turn ends, can I roll a, um, what kind of check would i roll to figure out like what this thing is because i need to know what he is for certain advantages and disadvantages uh
2: make an arcana check okay
1: i'm trying to use my d20 because it looks cool yeah uh wow i should have just used D D beyond i got a seven the uh, lesson we've learned here today, kids, is always use D&D Beyond. Always use D&D <laughs> Beyond. You know what? That's so... where I got the 18 to hit. I didn't use D&D Beyond for that. Use as much D&D as I Beyond love your, your dice. Use D&D Beyond for your, for your D20 and use actual
2: dice for all other dice, because,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: okay.
2: I'm not exactly sure if I can do this, but we're going to try it out. I think that I can cast a Legendary Action and then go back to his turn, as long as it's, as it's at the end of your turn.
3: Yes. Okay. Leg- legendary so, actions just happen at the end of someone else's turn.
2: He is going to look at you uh, with uh, the first time you've seen anger, and he's going to uh, cast enemies abound on you, JD. I need you to make a That's intelligence a saving throw.
1: Alrighty, let's. Uh, we're going to try one more time with these cool dice. Oh, no. What'd you roll? I rolled a four. A Plus four. one, it's a five.
2: So here's what happens. Oh boy. You uh, get hit with this purple fuzz. And then all of a sudden, you look around you. And your teammates start to turn into these fuzzy tendrils. That just sort of are waving about all around you. And there's a gut feeling inside you that says these things are dangerous. Mm. Damn. And so a creature that you succeeded, you'd be immune to this, but on field save, the target loses the ability to distinguish friend or foe, regarding all creatures it can see as an enemy until the spell ends.
1: Can I fight it every turn, or is it permanent? Each basically?
2: time the target takes damage, it can repeat the saving throw, ending the effect on a success. All right,
1: well, until then, can I still tell... Wait, so I can't tell if he's my friend or my enemy?
2: Uh, You, you can't tell friend or foe from each other. Or do I just D- roll, like, a D6? That's yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. Okay, cool. He is now going to have a layer action happen. And what happens is more fuzz starts to fall down from the ceiling. And it's like more than any that you've had before. And it starts to like even get into your lungs. I need all of you to make a um, constitution uh, save for me.
0: 21!
2: Can I try
3: something weird?
2: That's my favorite sentence.
3: Bimli has some special abilities. Can I use the reaction and use his distract ability Okay. to basically says he reflects light around the surrounding area and creatures within five feet have disadvantage on like attacks within five feet of the beetle. Okay. Could I do this and have that bright light kind of incinerate the fuzz around me?
2: Okay. He would have to amplify the light enough to destroy the fuzz. And it's not, is it, it's not really a damaging spell, it's more of a distracting spell?
3: Yeah, no, it doesn't do damage, it's just a... I'm just wondering if it so,
2: at all. So, I'm gonna say it doesn't, but there's a really cool visual where your beetle flies up into the spotlight of where this, all the light is coming down through the, the well, and he flies up and like a disco ball, the light shines down all around you um, as he starts to reflect it off. It's awesome. not gonna stop this, because it's not gonna do damage, but... Uh, it looks cool. Okay. Yeah, sorry.
1: No, that's fine. Uh, I rolled a 20, by the way, yes. on that constitution. I rolled
2: a 20. A 20. Okay, you succeed. Um, Dirty uh, Cram, you succeed. Marion is going to make it as well. She's a uh, chunky paladin, but she rolled a 5. Damn. So she is going to have um, disadvantage on her next attack. And again, it's going to go back up to the top of the thing oh well he hasn't gone yet because that was a layer action he's going to make a melee attack against i guess he's gonna make it against marion okay so what happens is a tendril comes out of the ground and whips around and then attacks at marion and she holds up her shield and this thing hits her and it's a solidified mass and but it resists against the metal and it just puffs into more fuzz before uh, receding back into the ground. And it is now your turn, Jesse. The ball is glowing, right? It is glowing, so if you were to make an attack against the ball, you would have advantage on it.
3: And what did you say was in the ball again?
2: The actual image of Queen Noelle holding the buck.
3: Okay. The ho- Did the host react when the ball was hit? I forget.
2: Yes, he was angry that um, JD hit it, and he went to attack him.
3: Okay, I'm gonna move around, I'm gonna move around the room a little bit, just kind of reposition away from where the party is. And I'm going to send Bimley kind of walking towards the wall. Uh, if he can like get on the wall and kind of like be climbing on it, I will send him that far.
2: Okay, I'll say that you were twenty five feet away when you went down the well. Mm-hmm. So sure, you can you can move him that distance.
3: Sweet. Uh, and I'm going to look at the host and say, are you touchy about that area over there? And I'm going to Guiding Bolt second level at the ball.
2: Okay, yeah, make your attack roll with advantage. And you, you cast Guiding Bolt again? Yes. Oh boy, Guiding Bolt on Guiding Bolt. This is
3: going to be fun. Uh, dirty 20. That'll hit. Yeah. Uh, so do your damage. And this would be 5d6 because it's upcast a second. Uh, 16 damage.
2: 16 damage, okay. Um so yet again part of the uh, sphere cracks off as this um is it
3: radiant damage? Yes, it is radiant damage.
2: As it is it just sort of cracks off and peels off sort of like the shell in an egg. And um yeah, he's he's pissed. <laughs> he is going to look at you and he's gonna use a da, da 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 legendary action.
0: He is so pissed, in fact. <laughs>
2: His pants yes. are wet. Anyway, um He pissed himself. That's what <laughs> he happened. he pissed
1: himself. Yes. He's I he cast going testicular to... torsion. No.
2: <laughs> um he's going to cast
1: Important
2: mind thing. sliver on you, uh Jesse. Okay. Jesse, good so job.
1: Need... You hit him. Good job, Jesse. And then this Thank
2: happens. You. <laughs> you need to make a intelligence saving throw for
3: me. Intelligence save? Yep. Whoop. What did it do? Uh, wow, I rolled so many fucking 14s. That's 15 total. 15 total. All
2: right. He has very high intelligence. It was a 15 total? That is not going to pass. Okay. So you're going to take 2d6 of uh, psychic damage, and I want you to tell me... Uh, it doesn't have to be the most traumatic memory of your life, but, like, a traumatic memory of your life, as it... Uh, collides with you
3: okay uh traumatic memory from jesse's life i think that there was a point in the underdark where he had gone i don't know exactly how long but like an extended period like almost a week without any light okay and i think that it wasn't like a immediate like threat type of fear. It was just that lingering buildup of like paranoia almost.
2: So this familiar feeling of paranoia and just loneliness uh, gets shoved back into your brain uh, as it resurfaces and you hear in in your mind as you do this, you hear him say, Oh, you miss the light so much. Allow me to be your light. Allow me to guide your actions. Allow me to show you the light. And um, it is now going to be Marion's turn.
0: The light and sucks.
2: Marion is going to run up to the uh, bubble, and she's going to make an attack against it.
3: Help with, yeah.
2: with her lance, she's going to make an attack. And she has advantage, right? Yes natural 20 guys i'm not even joking let's fucking Holy go marion might be the most valuable member she just team. rolled two 20s in a row oh my god
0: <laughs>
1: oh Wait, i so rolled I
2: it just
0: it like like times three
2: Oh my god
0: like that should be a lot of damage
2: okay we'll do 3d12 instead of 2d12 how about that because it would have been 2d12 for oh, uh, um Dude, she does
1: I don't care if she has that ability. She smote this boy.
0: But <laughs> she can smite. She has that ability. Trust okay.
2: me. Okay. Yeah, she does. Okay. Smite adds two d eight. Smite adds so it's three d twelve and then two d eight. Oh my god. And the
3: smite also gets crit. Yep. Sixty eight. So sixty eight.
0: So three d eight,
3: a three d twelve, and sixty eight. Yeah. And yes. The, and the d eights are radiant damage.
2: Shit. Okay. We're about to see a bunch of bunch of things go. <laughs> Oh my God! So many dice on my screen.
3: We love Marion. <laughs>
2: so, oh my! I I didn't want this to happen. I want y'all to be cool. I don't want to. I don't want the NPCs. <laughs> Holy be shit, cool. Marion! She I rolled six damage. Um. <laughs> oh my not god. Not
1: 4d6, ladies and gentlemen. 4d6, 4... damage. Oh my damage god. Go. That was not supposed to happen. <laughs>
0: As in four six people, as in the well, number oh four six. God. Quick DM,
1: give him more
2: health. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I I have contingencies. I have contingencies. <laughs> um, so he draw he drops quite a bit as this lance. She takes it in one arm and slams it into the um shell of this sphere. And as she does, she takes her other hand and she shoves it into it, and like half of the sphere collapses as she pumps in this divine smite into this thing, and you can see um, the host kind of double over onto his knees, and he kind of starts to liquefy before regaining himself and kind of walking uh, in her direction. And, yeah, so that's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage, ladies and gentlemen.
1: (laughs) That's a lot of damage. All right. Beautifully done. Uh, is Marion within high-fiving distance?
2: Um, you are under the spell of enemies abound. So do I? Oh shoot! I don't know anything no. that's happened. I, so... I take back every cameo
1: I've just said in the last little bit. I oh, Wait, you know what? I don't take it back because I'm just shouting random compliments. Go, oh, Krem! She hasn't even done anything. You're like, yeah,
0: Krem, never... you did. Oh, that's so good,
1: Krem! You're doing great. And like, meanwhile, internally, J- JD's like. Totally paranoid and like slowly creeping away from everything that's moving.
0: The only thing I've done so far is get hit.
1: Okay. Um, from here, or JD hears gurgling noises from the tentacle on his left,
0: which is fine.
2: <laughs> um, let me see if you can do. You can. Um... Okay. When the affected creature chooses a target, it chooses the target at random from among the creatures it can see. Uh, if the enemy provokes an opportunity to attack from the affected creature, the creature must make that attack if it is able to. So, you need to roll, let's just say, a D4. So, we'll have uh, Jesse, the host, uh, Marion, and Krem. What if I want to cast a spell on myself?
1: Hmm, you know what? Go ahead. That, that, was, my, that was my out for this, this particular situation. I was like, I can't do damage, but I can buff myself. All right, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'd like to cast Spiritual Weapon.
2: Oh, spiritual weapon! All right, clerics' bread and butter.
1: You see me. You see uh, JD clap his hands together in front of his necklace, and a soft green and red light start emitting from the hands there as he opens his hands. uh, A long shafted uh, javelin. Uh, extends out, and he now has that floating in front of him defensively, and he knows that he can't tell friend from foe right now, so he just keeps it right there defensively. I feel like so... everything else like that I could do as far as, as far as gathering information or doing anything like that is kind of off the table because my perception's jacked, and I can't roll against it yet because I haven't taken
2: damage. Speaking of jacked perception... The host is going to walk over, and by walk over, I mean dissolve into the floor and then reappear in front of Marion. And he's going to go, You're causing a lot more trouble than expected. And he's going to grab both of his hands around her helmet. And he's going to use a a legendary action to cast Enrapture. And she needs to make an intelligent saving throw.
3: Oh no. Oh Jesse, you're doing good!
0: (laughs) you doing great.
2: I, I remember, see you grabbing folks, that guy. She's not intelligent. So, yeah.
0: Every time you say that, though, you end up rolling fine. I
2: know. She, she rolled an eight. So what happens is um, his arms wrap around her head, and then his arms start to melt around her figure as it goes down, and it locks her into the floor, and her eyes start to glow purple. Um yeah so that's that's uh that turn it is now Krem's turn i believe
0: okay yeah it's my turn so <laughs> wow i just sounded like a hip-hop intro to something
1: okay yeah. guys it's, it's yeah my turn. it's my turn let's go
0: <laughs> yeah like that's <laughs> what I, I can't i can't with myself at this point in time
2: so Krem, what are you gonna do
0: i'm gonna sneak attack because you
2: sneak attack
0: yeah, because that's you said when you said "bet bread and butter of like um, a cleric, I was like, what with wait, what's the bet and the I can't speak. I literally can't speak. What's the bread and butter of a rogue? Because I've never ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why I'm choosing a rogue for this podcast, but I've never played one. So <laughs>
2: we'll see. I like, okay,
0: what, what's the thing?
2: Here's my question. Mm-hmm. Do you Do you have advantage? What do you mean? Because you, in order to do sneak attack, you have to either be hidden or have advantage on the attack.
3: Well, and my she has allies within five feet.
2: She has allies within five feet. You know what? That's fair. She does.
3: Also, also
0: in my de- in my defense, like he is distracted with Marion right now.
2: That's also true. You know what? Yeah, sneak attack. Go ahead.
0: But I'm not attacking him. I'm attacking the sphere. Making that known.
2: But then again, remember line sight, and you guys are in his den, so like he can definitely see you.
0: <laughs> so, do I get it or not?
2: Because you are, uh, he's within five feet of a ally. Yes, you do. But okay. if hiding is going to be damn near impossible,
0: yeah, no, that's fine. I'm not really known for that, anyways. Um. Okay, so I rolled a natural one.
2: Oh yeah. Boy. So you're running up, and as you go to attack, you see Marion's eyes fully. Uh, turn purple and she kind of looks at you and a tear runs down her eye as she disappears into the floor and it it catches you so off guard uh you can't even make your attack and the host looks at you and he goes oh that's sad it was a little rude wasn't it i'm sorry but you'll be with her soon guys we got him we did it he's gone Yeah. yeah marion disappeared not him so... no i
1: know but like i'm
2: oh because you're yeah yeah i just saw
1: a tentacle going to the floor
2: <laughs> wow that's okay that's a weird perspective is there anything else you want to do crime before the end of your turn
0: no i don't i can't think of anything that could benefit me in this moment okay so what I'm happens next investigate is
2: fuzz rains down from the ceiling yet again And it's a little bit heavier this time. I need you guys to make constitution saves for me.
1: Hey, remember when I said you make all D20 rolls on D&D Beyond? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, don't trust anything, (laughs) especially yourself, because you just rolled a one on your constitution saving throw. And you also don't know friend from foe. You have a spear in front of you in a dark hole in the ground.
2: If I might shine a, a silver lining on your situation, uh, JD. Okay. You, if you attack an ally, have disadvantage against them. So. That is nice. That might be useful. Okay, okay. Just saying. And okay. what about you two? What did you roll?
3: A nice little 14. 14? Okay.
2: You passed?
0: Yeah, I didn't. What did you roll? I rolled a 4 plus 2 the first time. And then I rolled again and I rolled a 2 plus 2 the second time. And then the third time, not because I just because I was just curious how long it was going to take me to roll something anything decent. And after those two, I rolled a de- I rolled a 20. So, but I rolled so you, a 6 to start. So,
2: you have disadvantage on your next attack attack as well. Okay. Oh, wait, so, so I have disadvantage
1: because of what's just happened to me. I thought I just had disadvantage on my friends.
2: You had just dis- yeah, no, just a disadvantage cuz this thing has gotten into your lungs. That's and cool. it's making it hard to breathe. That's cool. So, yeah. Who is up next? It's going to be
3: Jesse. Oh, did the host go?
2: The host. You know what? You're right. He didn't go. Shit. You're absolutely See, right. No! He is going to. No, he,
3: I thought. He, did, he did the layer action. That
2: was a layer action, yeah. Like,
3: the layer action goes right before him. Fuck, I thought that.
2: He's going him. to try and cast old person on you jesse so
3: old person
2: i i believe that is wisdom yeah
3: my downfall okay this is this is gonna be where i fuck up boop uh six total Is that pass? six
2: total <laughs> uh and unfortunately it does not <laughs> yeah i wish it did but unfortunately it does not so you are, I believe, restrained or paralyzed? Paralyzed. Yeah, paralyzed. Yeah.
3: Can I have Bimli? Yeah,
2: sure. Because you have a psychic connection with
3: him. Bimli is going to use Blinding Radiance. Blinding
2: Radiance. Okay, what does Blinding Radiance do?
3: Creatures within 10 feet make a DC 12 Constitution saving throw or become blinded for 1D4 rounds. And he's on the oh. wall that has all the eyes on it.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
3: I'm hoping uh, that that's how the fucking
2: host is seeing shit and what was the dc uh 12 okay so you do this and the eyes do close but uh if you remember before he doesn't necessarily need the eyes to do the do this thing yeah but or worth so, a so shot a
3: desperate attempt
2: <laughs> yes uh, so nice. you are currently restra- uh, paralyzed. Yeah,
3: and then do I to save at the end of the turn?
2: I believe... Okay, yeah, yeah, head yeah. okay. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. So you can make another one, yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, two minus one for a one. Unfortunately,
2: it does not work. I'm sitting pretty. It's at this point you see Marion appear in one of the walls, um, and her face is just kind of among the rest of them. Like a skull in the catacombs of Paris. If anybody got that. Yeah, got that, that's a great
1: visual. Got that reference? Really good visual. Go DM. That was like sick. I, uh, I don't like the oh, visual. Thank you.
0: I, hate
3: I it.
1: love the visual. I like I hate, hate visual, it, but, but that's why I like
0: really it. Really good. Nah, it's sick. will uh, later? To then haunt you all in your nightmares. That's <laughs> like a
1: like a Japanese horror and manga visual that like you get with like
2: body horror and stuff. That's sick. That's the 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 inspiration kind of. So, to give you reference, the sphere is almost cracked, thanks to Marion's, like, awesome double D20. Oh, crit, And uh, the book is there with the queen. Uh, Marion is currently in a wall. JD it has his weapon out and is just confused. And um, Jesse is currently restrained. And I'm going to say this works as in the fuzz kind of comes up and is holding you in place. Mm-hmm. So, Krem, what are you going to do?
0: It's my turn again already?
2: Uh Yeah, because Jesse couldn't do anything. And, and Marion's out. Yeah. Also, to remind you, you were given a token of anti-magic at the beginning of this little endeavor. Does anybody remember that? I didn't know no. I remember that. So, before you were given, before you went through... the professor turned to you and he gave you a token and it had the symbol of the college on it. And he said that whenever you found the tome, in order to restrain it, you needed to put the token on it.
0: Don't I have it?
2: I don't remember. I think you might have, yeah.
3: I I do remember, now that you're telling me what's happening, uh, when the professor was handing it out, before we even knew what it did, Krem said that she snatched it.
2: Yeah, she did do that,
3: yeah.
0: Because I was like, y'all aren't responsible enough to handle this
2: yes so yeah, in this moment you remember the token and you kind of pull it out and it's kind of like buzzing kind of like a weird mechanical energy
0: like if i were to let it go would it attract like a magnet to the tome
2: it's not it's not gonna do that but like it, it, it it's sort of reacting
0: can i see the tome like could i theoretically stick my hand into this ball of fuzz
2: this is D D. you can do anything
0: Okay, that totally answers my question. Um,
2: Of course, checks might be made, but...
0: If it's a sleight of hand check? Because that's what it's going to have to be, right?
2: I'm not going to tell you.
0: That's what it's going to have to be. It doesn't make sense. to So yeah, I'm already right there. I'm feeling a little sad at the moment because everybody else is kind of like restrained and or gone. Except for me now. That's right. Krem just lets out a big sigh in this moment. She's like... She looks for all the cracks in the ball and the sphere, and wherever she feels that she can fit her arm into it, she shoves her, like, not just her arm, but as much as her body that will fit into the sphere in order to place the token on the tome.
2: Okay. What do I want to have you do for this? Because this is a very interesting. Make a strength check for me.
0: How is strength?
2: You'll get. You'll see.
0: Okay. The 12. 12. 13 minus 1.
2: Okay, so you run up to the bubble and you um, kind of I'm not, reach... I'm not
0: running. I'm already there.
2: You are there. Okay, you know what? That does lower it a bit. You reach in and as you kind of through where the sh- shell is the whole thing kind of shifts to use what is remaining to kind of block you from doing so and your body is caught about halfway between um, where like you're half inside of it half outside of it and it starts to crush down on you mm-hmm. so you are in the inside of the shell
1: mm-hmm.
2: and but it is crushing you so you're gonna take some damage for that mm-hmm. and now I want you to make a slide of hand check to see if you can fling this Uh, towards the tome.
0: Okay, so I'm going to make sleight of hand, but I'm also going to use a psychic die. I have Psychic Bolstered Knack, which basically allows me to add a d6 on top of whatever my roll is.
2: Okay. For reference, you also get 8 points of bludgeoning damage as this thing starts to try and crush you.
0: 8 points? Okay, I'm going to put that down real quick. So I rolled a 17 plus a d6 plus five. So 22.
2: Okay. 20 was the check because it is trying to do everything in its power to not get you there. So what happens is you are getting crushed by this thing. And Mm -hmm. in the last desperation, you take this little coin and you throw it at it, and it goes spinning through the air towards it. And as it gets close to it, the uh, small coin opens up on both sides, and these binds kind of snatch out of it, like like kind of like a seatbelt, uh, and goes in like four directions around it. As it, one side of the coin latches onto the other side, it, it just slams shut, and the book starts to close and rattle um, as the thing latches around it, and the whole room starts to shake and dissolve. And people are starting to drip out of the walls as the host uh, is desperately kind of walking towards you. He is just kind of dissolving like he did prior with Marion's attack, and he goes, "How could you do this? This was all her will. I just wanted to. I just wanted to help. I just wanted people to be good." And he dissolves down into the floor. The book falls to the floor, and Queen Noelle also falls down. As the entire room is starting to shake, uh, JD, you are shaken out of your in like the entire. The enemy is a balance spell, and you can see your friends once again. Jesse, you are now uh, free of his control. And you can feel slightly better knowing that the man who knew uh, so much about you is uh, for now gone. What do you guys want to do?
0: Fram is going to jump on top of the book, were like we told how long place lasts? her entire body on top of it.
2: <laughs> um, you All were told, i believe you were told that as long as you get this to- uh, token around it, it shouldn't come free. So yeah, uh,
1: I. Uh, how so obvious is it to Jesse that he is completely free of control? Like, did he just feel that cessation, or did he like totally know he's free?
2: well jesse feels great jd jd however <laughs> um is uh, fine because he sees his friends no longer turn into tentacles so he's he's uh pretty sure he's okay okay if you'd like to make an intelligence check you can sure all right i got a six okay i was kind of hoping we get one of those uh, classic jd moments where he's like <laughs> how did you turn into a bear how did you <laughs> how did you do this I think how did we go know, through this portal be.
1: might have i think a six isn't very good
2: you're you're paranoid
1: (laughs) but yeah no so like i i I, we're joking but like genuinely i do think that like jd is unsure if anything is real right now and he's not sure if like the illusion's gone deeper and now he's like working for this guy and he's kind of still got the weapon up he's still defensive about anyone approaching him and he's not moving toward or away from anything uh
3: the second that air fills jesse's lungs again he's yelling Krem, get the book out. Take it, take it to the professor. And I do that?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Are you, gonna, do, you can pretty much do anything unless I say, hey, wait a minute, hold on.
0: I'm going to take um, the book, like, put it under my garments, like my, my clothes, so that it's, like, against, like, my bare skin and under my clothes, and then hold it against me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to see Marion on my way out.
2: Yeah, and... she is Um, kind of sl- uh, like slurps out of the wall and just falls flat onto the, the weird waterbed like bottom. I'm going to
0: point finger guns at her.
2: <laughs> she kind of is breathing hard. She's like, eh, thank you. Did I do good? Okay. Did we get it's him?
0: maybe And then I'm going to climb up the rope.
2: Okay. Um, As you guys start to make it towards the rope, the floor starts to uh, melt and swell as whatever was beneath here, you're going to soon find out was the well. And the pressure starts to build up as the water comes up before it pops and starts to shoot you guys out through the well as a slurry of people, dust, and rope I'll go flying out of this thing like a geyser uh as you're m- uh, going up you can see that the professor Yidral was climbing down kind of watching you and then he's frantically trying to cr- climb back up as he sees <laughs> the water come after him and he j- he's actually going to make a dexterity saving throw to see if he's going to um pass this this little challenge i've just invented <laughs> because fucking why not dexterity saving throw okay 18 he's a professional he climbs out of the thing just in time to see that all of you, along with several uh, dozen uh, several dozen people, shoot out of the well and then up into the air and then you land on top of the, the, the is it bungalow? What is it called? The It's like a wooden structure that has like vines and stuff on it. Uh, so what's the bee?
0: I think that's bungalow. I think you said that right.
2: Yeah. It's bungalow? As everyone kind of lands in this bungalow like it's a little net. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you are all drenched in water and the well starts to run out again, slowly uh tripling out once the initial geyser is done. And the yeah. bubble above you starts to crack before kind of disappearing in a fuzzy haze. And uh yeah. What do you all wanna do? Queen. You 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 uh did that? Queen?
1: The queen?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. She is wearing sort of a blue dress with gold trim. Uh, her black hair is kind of all messy now because of the obvious geyser, and she is just kind of hanging half upside down from the pergola. It's pergola. It's pergola, right?
3: I'm looking I've it up for you right word. now. Bungalow is like a house.
2: Yeah, pergola, pergola. That's what it is. Okay. I knew I was wrong
0: that thing.
1: Why did
2: you guys believe me? Because I don't know what that other word is.
0: Because you're the DM. That's why. Oh,
2: you know what? Fair. Fair answer. And she's <laughs> kind of just like looking around confused. Um.
1: Yeah, I don't think Jesse's gonna ask a lot of questions, or JD's gonna ask a lot of questions. Uh JD still has that spear cast and he uh, maneuvers it to cut her down and then hold it about four inches away from her face.
2: Okay, she's hanging upside down, and she all of a sudden sees this spiritual spear right in front of her. She goes, "Wait, wait, wait! What, what? Why? 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 Why?
1: Did you imprison this city?
2: I didn't. did. I do that. I didn't. Mean, I didn't mean to do that. Did I do What's that? What's the last thing you remember? I um, I found this book. Uh, it was. I'm a reader so like this this book showed up whenever I requested books and it seemed it, it would be fantastic and I opened it and it asked me what I, what I wanted for 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 everything and I just I just said I wanted everyone to be kind to each other and then and then I'm here get a roll insight. yeah, make an insight check.
0: I'm gonna pull the book from out under my clothes and be like <laughs> this book.
2: That's that's the one. Yes, that's it. I got a 21. Uh, she seems to be pretty honest, yeah.
1: Alright, Jesse dissolves the spiritual weapon spell and reaches out a hand to help her up. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, what happened? Lots of bad things. Not okay. the least of which is that in the process of trying to be so kind to your people... This spell has been twisted to basically
2: enslave many of them. That sounds like a dictator, and that is not what I want it to be. So I apologize for that so very much. And you look at the book now, and you can see on the cover of the book in common is written The Tome of Mass Gios, which is... For reference, not an actual spell in D&D. This is a homebrew spell. And now that you have the tome, I can release the tome from my collection of homebrew uh, stuff. Yay! What does that mean? That means I've made the item with a description, and I am sharing it with the community, and all you have to do is look it up in, uh, in order to see it.
1: There you go. Oh,
2: hell yeah. So, if you look up Tome of Mask Eos, you should find it. Assuming I did everything correctly.
1: Hey, oh. Professor! Can we just...
2: Can we destroy this? A- absolutely not. You've passed the test. Can I see that right now? Uh, as he reaches out a hand.
0: I'm holding I... it, right?
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess that's up to Krem. Mm.
0: I'm going to take like a good few steps away from him. Away from Rem, the professor.
2: Prem. this is our job. We find these tomes and we return them so that we can study them, figure out who made them, what they do, the implications of them. This is our job. But how
0: do you protect this tome from running into the wrong hands?
2: We keep it secure in the archive.
0: As secure it as doesn't... you keep your headmaster?
2: He is looks at you with shock as you say that. I'm gonna let that go. She was a dear friend of mine. Well, I miss I'm not. Her just as much as anyone does. So I need you to give me the book because she founded this school and it's what she would have wanted. And he's gonna try and make an intimidation check against you. Uh, nineteen. Damn. So this dragonborn with um, yellow scales and sort of like a brown top that kind of goes back with a green cape over his left shoulder uh, has had sort of like a um, just kind of casual research presence to him. Now that he's not longer focused like on his notepad and he's looking at you with the intensity of someone who has seen shit, you aren't sure what he's going to do.
3: Is it clear that he's kind of squaring up?
2: Make an insight check.
3: Uh, that's three
2: you don't know what he's gonna do
3: it's like not clear that there's like threatening intent in it
2: not with a three on inside you don't it could be threatening it could be just like a stern talking to give me the book Krem
0: Krem while she is not intimidated by most she's going to take the book out from under her clothes and hand him the book
2: okay he takes the book uh, he looks at it, and he just says, nasty piece of work. And he opens up his side leather pouch, kind of his side like, laptop holder that we'd usually use for. And he puts it in there and closes it shut. Um, and he goes, you all did very well. You all did very well. I, I will give you an um, actual grade once we get back, but um, we should get back to the portal um, rather soon. So if you have any sort of last-minute things you'd like to do here, uh, do them. But uh, within, I'd say, the next hour, we need to get out of here. And he's going to um, start walking back down the stairs to the bridge.
3: Uh, I'll just look to... I'll look to Krem. Uh, Are you... Are you Okay.
0: She's not going to say this out loud. She's going to speak telepathically into your mind. But she's just gonna say no.
3: I'm sorry that you were the last one there. But you did great. Thanks. And you're right for being protective of that book. It's evil. Awful. <laughs> uh marion are you
2: okay i awesome and she reaches out to give you a high five
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll reciprocate
2: Insight. I... you're rolling insight on marion yeah all right make an insight check it's a 23 she genuinely believes that holy cow oh right. hardly I just did amazing. I didn't know I was that strong. And she just kind of flexes her biceps.
3: Yes. And the wall was all right. Really too bad of an experience for you.
2: Oh no, that was awful. No, that was mm. no, that was awful. Understood. Um yeah, no. That was that was not good. He he uh basically put me in a in a loop of uh some of my worst actions that I've made on people and uh was using it to make the
3: bubble bigger. I think. Anyway, uh, can we go home now? Yes. Um and JD are you okay how are you feeling
1: uh better now
3: better now to say the least good i
1: uh I, honestly i i was i was i didn't know how long that spell was going to last i didn't know when it was over uh for me i stopped being able to tell the difference between between uh which one of you was my friend and which one of you was my foe i felt like i felt dizzy and nauseous but uh emotionally i'm okay now like no Lasting repercussions from that. Uh, I'm all good.
3: Good. Let's go how about home. yourself? Been better. You guys are gonna. Oh, go ahead. How
1: tall is Jesse actually? This is an actually important question.
3: Like five ten.
1: Okay, JD. I'm. I, I want to play it out like this. You can tell me if it's played out otherwise. I, I want to say Jesse starts to walk away and JD catches his shoulder. turns him around and brings him into an embrace
3: I think when you do this Jesse kind of not collapses but like gets like weak into it if that makes sense
1: yeah there's the letting go of a lot of tension yeah and JD just holds him Um, and and he doesn't say anything and he doesn't go anywhere until Jesse's ready
3: Krem uh, Marion, you do you want to join Do you even need to ask?
2: And she walks over and just kind of picks both of you up before bringing you back down and relaxing her her strong grip.
0: Grandma's going to walk up and place her head on y'all's shoulders.